this was an interesting one. I mm-hmm. I have seen not a single good thing said about it. People have been pounding it like mad. And I fucking enjoyed it. Like it's is it good? No. But it's a fucking it's not horrible. horrible. It's a children's horror movie based on a really bland game. Like I've played uh, I've played the first one. I haven't played the other ones. But it's like the this was the best case scenario that they could do with something that really there's not a whole lot of substance to uh, visually like it was great so i i originally had tickets to go see it in theaters because of course if i can see something in theaters i'd always prefer mm-hmm. that but i like a dumbass fell to you know the court of public opinion it was like ah whatever i'll just cancel it because i can stream it at home for free anyways so i'll just stay home and i i I wish I would have seen this in theaters. I had a surreal experience because I went to, I looked at the showings and I'm like, I don't want to be out last night because I'm I'm trying to reset my sleep pattern because I'm mm-hmm. fucking doing stuff at, uh, <laughs> I'm going to like preview screens of movies and like doing reviews at three o'clock in the morning because <laughs> that's sensible. And yeah. my whole sleep pattern, I'm just like a zombie at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a nap, like five, not even five minute nap before you text me and I'm like, what? What the hell? And I, I feel like I've been punched in the face about twenty times. <laughs> well, I'm gibbering this morning. So I'm. Tr- I saw this showing ten o'clock in the morning. Like I'm gonna do that. I've never, I've never been to the cinema at ten o'clock in the morning before. Let's give that a crack. Oh man, I always love first thing in the morning screenings. Like those are my favorite. I was the only one there. It was weird. They actually opened the you know, right before ten, mm. and like they're opening the doors for me, and I'm walking through and they're all like yes sir no sir sort of thing i'm like have i got the entire cinema out of myself and it, it just yeah. you know that sort of awkward because they're still setting up all the concessions so i went to get a cup of coffee and she's filling out the machine and stuff and you know that sort of awkward sound so i had to just break it and go am i the only weirdo that turns up at this time <laughs> and there's like three people the staff laughed and yeah mate i'm like sorry i have stuff to do this afternoon i just thought i'd go and see this movie yeah so I had to actually say it to break attention because everyone was like fucking weirded out because I actually turned <laughs> up. So I don't think they're expecting anyone to be there for the, like the first show. Right, especially because it's a kids' movie, essentially. <laughs> yeah, well, it was rated fifteen over here, so it's like really, and, yeah. Jesus Christ! I I think this was barely a PG thirteen over here because of the swearing. Uh, let me let me look. I actually can't remember what. It was rated. Yeah, it was rated 15 here. Um, which means it's a, essentially a kid's movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. not going to see much. Or... Yeah, it was PG-13 here. So, yeah, that's that's fucking funny. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, there you go. So that was, that was sort of awkward. But then a couple of people turned up when, you know, during the trailers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't on my own. Like, on my own, on my own completely. Like, there was very six people turned up <laughs> which <laughs> and of I, course I, the, the next people that come in sat in my row and i thought see if you fuckers come and sit beside me when we've got all this i'm gonna fucking punches so do you guys not have assigned seating yes oh you do okay but i next, mean if the next see, people come in it doesn't matter if this is a completely empty auditorium and the next people to come in come and sit beside me and at the auditorium i'm fine with them because i think i've done it deliberately yeah that's because you see the grayed out thing and they've went they've obviously went and made their decision oh uh-huh. that fucker's sitting there we're gonna book our seats now because you get the you're on the screen you get uh-huh. the ones and mine was completely i'm like nobody else available black 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 and i'm like gray that's me so that means if somebody comes to sit beside me they've made the conscious decision mm-hmm. they interact with me in person yeah that shit's if, so weird man they're starting to fight <laughs> but they didn't sat on the other end, so I forgave them. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a choice, a conscious choice, to fucking sit next to the only other weirdo in the theater. It's, yeah, but it's all like completely empty, wow. and you're picking the next seats, and you see that one seat. The per and when I purposely pick it on the edge of the aisle, so if I want to get up and go out, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you you make that decision to sit beside me, and at the theater then. Yeah, we're we're having problems, right? Because yeah, you know I, it's me. Like, I will go out of my way. Up. Like I will stay in, in you know at least a couple different rows up or back, like whatever, so that I'm not anywhere near that fucking one other person in the theater. So, yeah, that's weird. 
Yeah, I found it like it's a bad that I found it weird to sat in the same row as me and I took insult. Yeah, no, that's that's fucking bizarre. That's to me, that's a good personal space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and, like when I go to a full cinema, I'm confused because I've just been spoiled with like these screenings of like one or two other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was once, I remember if I could told you, I got there was like 10 people and I was annoyed. I was like, this place is bad. <laughs> what are these people doing here? Why why can I sense other human beings in the Right? <laughs> uh for sure. Uh, it's all fun. But um this is bargain basement Willie's Wonderland. See, you say that. I do say that. I've never seen it. I, I know I should. Let's write up my fucking hell. I know. I don't what? know why I haven't seen it. It's just something that it came out and it passed. And I just never got around to it. But the thing is, this right. has been Nicholas around. Nicholas Cage's character <laughs> does not speak the entire movie. That's fucking brilliant. And there's even a scene where um, Homeboy here is cleaning the bathroom. And it's the exact same fucking scene out of Wendy, Willy's Wonderland. Because Nicholas Cage's character is a drifter and he's hired as a janitor for the place. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, he's cleaning up and brushing and stuff. And to fucking recreate that scene in this movie. And I'm like, it's bargain basement because you're not Nick Cage and you can't do it as cool as Nick Cage and you're fucking speaking and he could do it without <laughs> speaking so you can piss off. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's just it's funny because, yeah, when that first came out, like I first saw the poster for it or trailer or whatever, first thing I thought was like, huh, so Nicolas Cage is in a Five Nights at Freddy's fucking uh, ripoff. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> But it worked. <laughs> Seriously, no, that's I, a, I believe you it. Got, I mean, you got to watch that movie, mate. That's fucking. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I don't know why I fucking missed it. It's especially for the time, because I mean, that's twenty twenty one. That's the that's all any of us had anything to like any time to do was just sit <laughs> yeah. and watch movies. Just couldn't leave the house. Oh man, uh, yeah, you got to you got to check out one night because it's uh, it's a blast. Um, yeah, so we'll have. Uh, socially awkward bloke. This is this is fucking Halloween ends all over again. For the characterization, because socially <laughs> awkward bloke. How many times have we seen socially awkward person that can't function in society? I don't need to see. I mean, like, you know, why people need to see themselves. I get up and look in the fucking yeah, mirror. That's what I'm <laughs> you know, these, these people have obsession. I need to see myself. I don't. Yeah, because no, I see fantasy. myself on screen. I cringe because I know I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't need to see that idiot on screen. Honestly, I, I'm well, good. I want to pretend I'm someone else, someone who's cool. Mm-hmm. I could like not rugby tackle people in the middle of the shopping mall, which right, I, I would do. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, fuck. Who hasn't like tried to beat the shit out of somebody because a kid's throwing a fit and you realize that it's the parent afterwards? <laughs> uh, I've I don't know how you didn't get when I worked in a sports clothing store. Uh, you know why they they have a security guard and they're useless. Mm-hmm. And they won't do anything. And we had all these wee scrub bags come in, and I literally myself hoofed them down the stairs. Because <laughs> this guy's like, I can't do it. I'm like, fucking get these wee bastards out of here. They're just gonna fucking uh they're here to steal and they're freaking messing up. And I, I remember just throwing them down the stairs, like, get them out of here, or I'm gonna <laughs> throw you out too. And I don't know, I didn't end up uh, <laughs> in trouble, but in the nineties, I suppose I got away with it. Fair. And everyone like heard the turn blind eye because they were wee sh- freaking shit bags. That was the worst. They actually had people would come in and like grab stuff off the front rails and stuff, like and try and leave out. So they had to like turn. That was one of the shop holidays. Turn all turn the uh, hangers so they couldn't just grab a whole rail of like shirts and run out the door. That was a scummy, scummy area. Oh, it was a city center, just horrible. But yeah. We've got this bloke who's a recreation of every other one of these type of characters we've seen a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I wanted to warn him, but I couldn't. Because yeah, that's the thing. It's it. It made sense for his character because the the setup is that his brother got kidnapped as a child, and it just fucked him up for life, which understandable. Mm-hmm. But it was. There, there was only one layer. Like there is no, that that was the entirety of his being is 
he's fucked up because his brother got kidnapped, so he has to take sleeping pills because otherwise he can't sleep. But somehow he has to take care of his sister because his parents are dead and his aunt's a cunt. It's like, that's that's really about it. Like, there's no depth to him at all. Yeah, and of course we've got autistic... um, What is it with you Americans and autistic people? Like, your obsession with them? Uh, He's proper have an autistic fetish. Like every TV series or every movie you feature an autistic person, you have them with some freaking, I don't know. Because it's just easy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know people with autism, it's just you miss social cues. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like the extreme, which is rare, but um, people that have the extreme condition of it or tend to be in institutions with daily support because it's, you know, it's that bad. But it's uh, the way they portray him, it's, it really is like a fetish. Super genius with, you know, that doesn't speak. I don't know. I don't get it. It's, it's They're always portrayed the same way. Yeah. But yeah, that's, we're, not, we're not seeing anything new character-wise. Um, I don't think it would have been that hard to just give a wee bit more depth. But enough time to do it. Enough yeah, especially because it's extra interaction for that to happen. So yeah, it, it's an hour and forty. Like that's a lot of fucking time to build something, especially because when you look at it, like not a whole lot actually happens until the last like 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to you know do character exploration and stuff. But the, they're they're basically just you know characters bumping against each other because mm-hmm. well and it was a shame too because it was all like each character was obvious from the get go what their role was but it tried to pretend like oh no that's not what this is you'll see in the end we're gonna get you and then everybody no, was not. exactly what they were supposed to be yeah it's like no you're not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, but the, the the first scene, I just couldn't... He's working as a security guard. And uh, he sees this guy, like, sort of shouting at his child or grabbing. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see how you can make the assumption, yeah. And he's getting coffee and he's known. And we're getting the impression that he's liked as well. Because he's... This is what I don't get about this character to make. He is no... Outward reach whatsoever, nothing, but yet somehow people know his name and they're acting all jovial and he gets well, nothing back in return. Especially, you can't the, do that. Well, the thing is, too, it's like it, they try to allude that he's constantly hopping jobs, but you're not going to build a rapport with people that you don't technically even work with unless you're there for a while. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, so that was especially little... like the barista. And it's not, I'm not, I'm just saying the nature of the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the likes of a barista or somebody that serves food, like when I get my, I'm going to work, I get a coffee and sausage roll in the morning and the guy knows me, mm-hmm. you know, at that point because I come in every morning busy at the same time because, yeah. but that takes months of, you know, where they don't even ask anymore because they're like, they know me. Mm-hmm. You, and you have to talk as well. You have to give, you just go, who? <laughs> because well, you, know so, you don't know their name, they don't know your worked. name unless you have some sort of interaction. Yeah. And she's acting all jovial on that and knows him, and he's just like, uh, like a zombie. Um, right. And like actually carrying on about not just him, but his sister and stuff. Like, oh, bring her in. I think she'd love this. And she would have to pick up that he's not himself if that was, you know, if that was the rapport. So why are we not seeing that? Mm-hmm. They're all weird. Um, it's like they're trying to do something, but they're, they're failing miserably. And bring it across because I wouldn't say miserably, <laughs> but it, it's definitely not quite hitting the mark. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, he sees us uh chatting, grabbing, sure enough, he runs out. I got that, but and I could see him grabbing him and going, mm. Oi, and then oh, right, nothing, and then I'm going, Sorry, yeah, like straight going to I'm going to murder this guy in a fucking pond or a fountain, yeah, yeah, that was that was. I mean, I think about that, but you don't jump to that. 
that's why we'll, well, funny enough, we'll have this conversation on Friday about uh, morality and horror. That's why we we'll watch all the naughty things happen, so we don't do them. Yeah, we'll get exactly. them out of our system. It's a cathartic release. That's yes, what it's there for. But he effectively tackles someone in the pool and then just starts working out on their face. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be in the careers office afterwards. You're in jail. Yeah, yeah straight up. Yeah, because I, I mean that's, that's attempted murder at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're you're going away somewhere in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's what I'm like scratching my head because then um, how does this next scene happen? Well, then the next scene fucking, is just him in Matthew Lillard's office. Fucking Matthew like, Lillard. I need a job. Oh. Okay. Well, here's fucking a job Matthew I can give you. Lillard. No, Why I can't. Still acting. I will say this: this was probably one of his better roles that I've seen in you know these later years because it wasn't Matthew Lillard playing Matthew Lillard. I forgot about him, and I actually forgot he was in this movie. And then I, I didn't even fucking... know he was in this movie. And then when that's I what I mean, I, I, I don't think it, was, it might have been mentioned that I glossed over it. Um, I'll just see his face. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! And I, my heart just sank. I just, did I? How did I get scammed into watching Matthew Lillard? If I knew he was in this movie, I wouldn't be watching it. Fucking, that's enough reason for me not to watch this movie. That's funny. Just, I, I can't stand him. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice bloke and all, but I just can't stand him. Just the face and his voice just threw my head in. Well, he's one of those actors for me that it's like he there's that one role that he did that was really good, but everything else is essentially that role. Just like Keanu Reeves. Like, I can't see him in anything and not think Neo sure. or Constantine. Yeah. Um, God, I watched, um, what do you call that one? John McFour popped in streaming. And his dialogue is very available. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. And you're like, why are people, uh, this is another one of those characters. Why are people loyal to someone that goes, yeah. Like, you have to have, you don't get people on board unless you have some sort of fucking charisma. Yeah. I don't get the but that's what confused me. Same with um God, what do you call this guy? Did I even put his name? Um I wasn't seeing it anywhere. <laughs> I saw his name, but I, I don't think I cared. But his um uh, main character here, he's another you know the portray this sort of way, but you don't you can't be like that and have the so-called following or people uh, like yeah, that's I think that's the major disconnect. You have to have some sort of charisma or personality, and you have to show that why you get people to show loyalty to you because mm. you don't get that otherwise. People just throw you to the curb. I know because I have the I'm a gobshite and I have to try a hundred <laughs> times harder than most to actually pass myself because yeah. if it didn't, fucking I'd be on the scrap heap. <laughs> What is this heinous thing I'm hearing? Hmm? What? What? No. That can't be true. That's, there's no way. I know Adam has questionable tastes. Yeah, I mean, he's friends with us for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> that's that crazy. Be- All right. I, that'll that'll have to be one of our movie get that, then. Get that sorted out. Yeah, because that's get it's that sorted out and do a review. That's such channel. a terrible, terrible movie, but it's one of the best portrayals of Satan in cinema. And you better do it for the sequel. Get him ready for the sequel. <laughs> oh, that cause... fucking sequel's never going to happen. It's going to happen. No, though. it's not. That's like Look, fucking Goonies two happening. It's when, never going. When to we're happen. in a nursing home, right, and we're jibbering. <laughs> and uh, it'll just pop on the screen and it'll just be that five minutes before the, the meds kick in and we'll miss it <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> look it's like with Ryan Johnson's trilogy it's happening okay <laughs> you just don't believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah Um. yeah I just I didn't get that how did it go from him near killing someone and find it the careers office and if his CV is that bad he wouldn't even get the interview because careers recruiters don't waste their time mm-hmm. well I mean it's it's pretty I was just going to ask you is this some weird setup is this a was that a normal recruiter or was this something 
that I don't know about, like an American thing, like social worker type thing or something. Fuck if I know. I I, I was confused at the same where he was. Like I I got that he was in an employment office, but of course it's it's pretty obvious that he shouldn't be hired, and that Matthew Lillard is up to some nefarious things. And you know, obviously, he's the bad guy. Like it's pretty straightforward. No guy from the beginning. Really? But yeah, um, never, never, never picked out, picked up, and not at all. Right. Fucking neo flashlight, bad. You know, fucking arrows pointing, bad guy behind him. Bad yeah, guy. he just he just needed to be like twirling his mustache to really drive the point home. <laughs> Do you want to work in this, please? <laughs> yeah. And then, good luck. Hopefully, I'll see you again, or whatever the fuck he says. It's like, come on, man! Yeah. Like, you just need to that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. I need one. I need one of those sound mixers, but I, I want one more programmable buttons. I can't find it. <laughs> so I can do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely need that. But the ones I've seen <laughs> all have presets. I don't want presets because the presets are shit. I want to be able to change it and put horror shit on. Mm. Right, folks out there, your mission is to send me links, put links in the comments of less than a thousand. Play, don't be fucking sending me stuff that goes to like recording studios, but home, something I can buy and afford that I can plug in and program. Because the only ones I've seen so far have like 10 preset buttons and it's all like cheer, clap, all that kind of stuff, but it's, you can't change it. Mm. And I want to, because these are perfect for that sort of stuff. And I can't do it and I'm getting annoyed now because I want to, I want to be daft. And I tried playing the music thing in the background, that's it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it uh, pick it up too well. No more toys, no more toys. But yeah, that's all I need. It was a dun 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 and the music and stuff. And yeah, we know he's the big bad. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's a, they wouldn't have brought him in otherwise. I was thinking back to Scream. I, I was waiting for him to have a, a you know that recall that stupid scene. We've all watched the first one. I. I've never watched it all the way through. All right. Oh, you I didn't get the big. I can't do it. <laughs> Him and Curtains Boy. Do you remember Curtains were a thing? They were tragic. The other one, you had Curtains. That I was, don't remember his name. That yeah, and the yeah. mullet have to be the worst hairstyles ever invented. Yeah. The mullet and Curtains are the most tragic things you can put in your head. Like, you're better just doing this, honestly, and just. Than... <laughs> It's even even the comb over is less sad than the mullet or curtains. Agreed. Especially the greasy I mean, curtains. Well, I want to say the curtain, but definitely mullet. Definitely mullet. Yeah. No, greasy curtains. Horrible. Should be a law against it. Um, yeah. So he ends up in this thing somehow. Like if he had handed over a CV and he's that much of a surely the reception would fall him off. They will call call you back and that scene wouldn't happen, but Whatever plot needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Same as we've now got evil up. Yeah, because yeah, she, evil. She, she's rich, but she wants that check. How much? Right, that's what I'm about to ask you. This whole fostering thing, or whatever. I can tell you right now, at least states that you don't get shit. Like it's barely enough to care for a child nobody's going to be spending like having an attorney on retainer just to get a fucking kid to get that check because quite frankly that check's not even going to pay for the attorney fees that's what i'll cut because there's a lot in movies don't go yeah i the, the I foster thing that they're only fostering to get money and you see yeah. you know it's usually the hard luck story you see that the whole foster thing they talk about the fostering system in this and mm. obviously it's different over here. Um, I don't know if you get paid that the foster overhead. I don't know how it works, but if you're on benefits, it's worth a while for the parent to keep the kid. Or the next, you know, what I mean, it's 
but it's only if you game the system. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be pumping out your kit every year, sort of thing, to make it worthwhile. And even then, you live like all these people live like shit. Like the ones that get the money still live like shit. Their fucking houses stink and all. And it's like they're not living in mansions, so it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. It's a the whole welfare things and mental. You know, as much as because uh, I've worked in employability, it's a much of mental state as opposed to the actual job side of things. It's a you know lack of self esteem, all that kind of stuff that goes with it, and a mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not a good way to live, but they're making all. Of, I've seen this in these movies that they make it out as if this foster where check or whatever that comes from the government's an absolute fortune that's worth mm. fighting the death over. Yeah, definitely, definitely not it. Nah, um, yeah, because if you have a kid like and under those circumstances, the kid's going to act up and probably cost you more anyway. By the time it goes and destroys everything, right? Because that's how you get one of them kids that goes and burns down buildings and steals cars and your that check wouldn't even even if it was a decent amount wouldn't cover that because you don't bring people into your life just for that reason because fucking all will go to end in disaster. I know people try, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got the evil aunt. She's trying to steal his sister, mm-hmm. making it the whole weird thing because it's the, the, that whole side of the plot just makes me scratch my head. And what the hell's going on here? Yeah, it wasn't necessary because I mean, really, the only thing that added was we got to see the animatronics kill her henchmen. And yeah, that's that it. yeah, so. This thing takes place. She's obviously the the younger sister's in a institution of some sort. It's like a oh, like school. What? Yeah, like a no, but it's a. I thought that was just school. That was my. So who's the doctor person? The teacher. I thought she was a psychiatrist. I don't know. It was kind of hazy to me. Like I, I never really Doctor Lillian understood quite why there was a doctor that was the teacher because that's what i got was that it, she was at school um so i i don't right so i thought the fact that she was a doctor i thought sorry that this is where see this is where this this movie could be fixed and be actually a lot of fun if you weren't fucking scratching your head every 10 minutes mm-hmm. about the plot choices yeah that's that's what um and i can understand why people are like oh this is fucking shit because you're confused because the basics of human interaction and who the characters are make no sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what fucks your head up. Um, and that we haven't got to the monsters yet. Yeah. So all that stuff that's happening is just making you go, what the hell is this movie? And you haven't even got anywhere yet. Um, yeah, so she's a doctor and I thought she was a psychiatrist and this was like a special needs school or something or institution because of her thing, because that's the way they set it up during that meeting. I don't, I don't know. It's, it it was definitely a weird choice, especially because it's like all the other kids seem to be just normal ass children. That's why I was confused about all of that. Yeah, but then it wouldn't surprise me that like the barista and stuff and everyone that knows the guy are all normal and don't you know act as if he's the best thing ever. It wouldn't surprise me as if they haven't got the idea of okay, right, we've got one specially when when you have everybody else acting the same. Mm. You know, it's like they haven't got the, the logic centers activated that think I stuff through. Like, there's a major logic disconnect with this whole, like, character interaction and the, the concepts behind the characters before they begin. So it looks like she was given an assessment, which is a bit more than just what a teacher would do. And the fact that I mean, she's wearing a I don't know, it kind of... And, it... and two parties... That's something a bit above the remit of a, a teacher. I don't know. Like, I kind of bought it. Or something like that. She wouldn't be chairing the meeting. Yeah. I I bought it because, like, his whole thing was, ah, you know, my sister or my aunt wants to take her and maybe it'd be better for, oh, well, but, you know, when she draws, because that's the only way she communicates, even though she talks throughout the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, when she draws, it's you're always in it. So clearly, you're her world. 
and that was a good she's the only character dr ellen's the only character that actually makes sense in this whole movie mm-hmm. like that brief time she's in she's the only one that actually go oh there's somebody talking sense and putting things in perspective thank you dr lillian <laughs> because nobody else makes sense in this fucking movie yeah <laughs> i think that's a um you can understand why people because you know we'll slog through all sorts of stuff and try and make sense out of it but um, the casual viewer is going to be watching this and they've already tuned out by now. Watching this movie because nothing... It's all sort of bumping against each other and just not making sense. Or It's like you watch this kind of movie because you just want to see a bunch of possessed robots kill people. Yeah, but we're, we don't get that until what, near, what, 30-odd minutes at least? 35 minutes? Sorry, we got that. Sorry, we got that intro scene. That's another thing that didn't make sense. The first security guard was not the intro scene, or was it, when was that? Yeah, wasn't that it? was the intro? I, was, yeah. I completely blanked out. We got the intro scene with the other security guard running about. Which once again, when we'll see what the story's about, why is he hiring security guards to get? Because there's not like I don't want to spoil Willie's Wonderland, but that's the reason for it. <laughs> um. This isn't the reason why they're doing it. So Matthew Lillard's character. Um, well, I mean, it. Steve it, wasn't Steve. His name was. Um, the idea is that he doesn't want people to break in and steal the robots, because that's how he gets away with killing people. So it's like it kind of makes sense, I guess. But then why do you kill the security guards? Yeah. So the robots can obviously take care of themselves, as we see. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's all this stuff just it's rammed together and bouncing against each other and not in a coherent storytelling fashion. That's oh, I haven't even got to the mad stuff yet. <laughs> yeah, I like the dream sequence. Yeah. But, like I, I swear that's half the movie is his dream of his brother getting kidnapped, and then that's how he interacts with the children that possess the robots. Like that's an interesting way to. That was actually right. When that happened, when he when he went to start the job and he had the dream sequence, and he actually the ghosts appeared. Here's me. Oh, here's something interesting. Here's something different. Mm. And the fact that you communicate with them. Uh I thought it was going to be like a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Same. And he was going to have to find out who it was. I thought there's a bones here of actually a really when he got to that point, everything else is just chaos. Like it's just thrown together until he gets that first dream sequence and he's replaying the same dream over again, which we find out he's actually torturing himself over the kidnapping of his younger brother. And he's trying to revisit this dream to get some sort of clue. It would actually make sense because I'm getting the lovely bones vibes here. Yeah. Which would have been a brilliant story arc. Okay, we'll give you what you need if you help us find who's doing this to us, who's controlling us. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And a yeah. partnership. Yeah, and for it to be the thing that I didn't like about it was just how like their their ongoing interactions and it was all just to be like, oh yeah, it was the the guy that hired you kidnapped your brother and murdered him. Like it kind of seemed like there was way more stress on the dreams than was necessary for something like that. Like we were gonna get the big payoff of seeing him actually grabbing his brother and throwing him in the car when really, no, we just got the scene of the car driving off and then oh yeah, turns out it was this same guy that murdered us. Which they, you know, it just made no, you know. There was a bones here of a really good movie, the, mm-hmm. honestly, because that, and you know my thing about ghosts. Ghosts are stupid, but when you've actually got intelligent ghosts with purpose, and you can actually communicate with them and come to an understanding, and then that's what it becomes. To try and solve a mystery, there's mm. a brilliant sort of idea, yeah. um, and then. You could have had Steve make the robots doing things. Uh, then they set up the premise. Oh, yeah. 
because we'll have uh, the wee girls getting babysat while he now goes and does this night job. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have who's that cop? Uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah. Yeah, her her whole introduction was fucking weird. I mean, she was kind of a weird character to begin with. Like, oh, I'm a beat cop. I patrol this area, so I'm just gonna hang out with you, and we're gonna for half the close. Yeah, and it's like they immediately become best friends and shit. It was it was an interesting setup for her. But once again, he gives no indication. Once again, no charisma. Mm-hmm. So you've got these people fawning over him. And he's shown nothing to... It's Halloween ends over all over again. Why does Laurie's daughter fall in love with What's-His-Face when he gives no indication of actually having any charisma whatsoever? Right. And we've seen this a hundred times with these sort of movies with this type of protagonist. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It's annoying, actually, because it's like, you don't need to do this. You can have somebody with personality quirks or have damage. But still be a functioning human being. They don't have to be completely on the end of breakdown. Right. Because that's when it's too late. The whole point is that somebody steps in time before it gets too late. But they always start off at this point that they're already a gibbering wreck. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing this? Yeah. What I know, I only watch fucking... <laughs> Seven or eight movies a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of interesting choices. Yeah, um, yeah. So she turns up, and then you know there's something off there. If she didn't have the car, cop car, I would have thought she was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely thought she was like a spirit. Yeah, the way they had her introduce her character. Um. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, yeah, well, this is where the movie gets weird because I start. Um... Well, so it's like after after their interaction, that's when the aunt has her coffee house meeting. Oh with yeah, the lawyer was... and the people that are like, oh yeah, let's just murder him so you can get this. I'm gonna find out the babysitter's actually a plant. Yeah, but the way he's acting with the babysitters have to know each other for years. And yeah. Max's character, um, that was a waste of a character because she could have been. She was actually a good character. Yeah, because there really wasn't much payoff. It was, oh, shit, she was behind it all along. And then, oh, now everybody's dead. And that's it. Like, I will say, the fact that it was, um, you don't actually see the gore, really. But the way that they allude to it's pretty goddamn good. Yeah, that's the visual Like, seeing seeing the shadow of her getting chomped in half was pretty fucking funny. Um, and we still got the blood smears and stuff, which is cool. Um, but the visuals in this that's what's annoying. The, this is beautifully shot, uh huh. And there's a realism, even though they're like zombie robots, but they're not pristine condition, they're just mm-hmm. falling apart enough that they're not functional. And um, I didn't get the suit thing, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get the actual suit that's going to rip you in half. If you touch it wrong, that just well, it's like okay, I, I guess like I understood that that's how he was hiding the bodies, but why the fuck does he like does his suit have that ability? And if he's the one that's essentially controlling everything, why would his suit end up turning on him? Yeah. But yet it's it and it was really weird too at the very end where he's like back there dying and crying it's like man this was days ago you should have been dead with them those fucking hooks in your uh, well pretty much all your organs yeah plus not even other sepsis because they're all rusty and horrible and Mm -hmm. yeah um this is i love i kind of lost i'm i lost it about trying to figure out what the hell's going on the rest of the story right i mean it was it was funny when they were doing the whole cutesy wootsy, oh, my sister is friends with them and they're building a fort and stuff. Like it was funny, but I feel like that happened too late in the movie to really 
work as well as it should have. Like, I, I feel like if they had taken 20 minutes off of the buildup, yeah, probably would have been a little bit different because this didn't need to be, you know, an hour and 40 minutes Definitely. at all. Um, but yeah, it was like, I did like, don't get the conflict. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> the greatest part of course was the, the robots interacting and killing people and just being scary. Cause I mean, that's what you played the fucking game for was mm -hmm. you're keeping an eye on all the screens <clears throat> to see when they move. So you can protect yourself. So you can ultimately defeat that. I was trying to find it last night. I was going to play it and do a stream in preparation for this, but, um, uh, even Steam that had a weird like demo version, but you had to pay for it, and it didn't seem I don't like to pay for demos. May as well, you know, I'm gonna pay it by the whole game. Let's buzz again, but is it? I don't like Steam. Steam's a shit platform. Epic's much better. Like I'm trying to remember where the fuck I played it because it's just like a, a goofy ass Flash game. Yeah, like used to just be able to. Play it on like their website or whatever. No, I think it's um, nice to take them down because why? No, why have it's the still game? there? Yeah, no, that's uh, you just Google their website and it's uh, yeah, it's a oh, free right. free to play thing. They got most of the most of the games up too. It looks like. All right, I was trying something. I have a site I use for retro games. Maybe I was like in the wrong place. Oh yeah, no, this isn't like this is not a very old game, and it's just a flash game, so it's. Yeah, it's definitely out there. All right, I'll, I'll maybe have a look to it later on. Yeah, I was going to have a look, but it's just because I can't remember. It was mm. it like I half played it. But yeah, this whole premise, the conflict should have been right. These kids don't want to be in what they're, you know, I mean, they're imprisoned mm. and they're nice kids and they're born with a wee girl. And but it's Lillard's character is the one that turns them. But there was no purpose to them being turned or controlled because they weren't doing anything. Mm -hmm. If he was send them out or conducting rituals or something, it would make sense. And if he's a child killer, why is he killing random adults, which is just going to bring attention? Right. Um, especially the security guards he's hiring. Like it's going to all trace back that he owns the place and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it does, it, any bit of investigation. It's like nobody is. Uh, what's her face, Vanessa? The only police officer, like for a thousand miles. Probably. And there's, no, <laughs> there's no other department or anything. She's it. Probably. And a really bad cop at that. Yeah. Like, um, like the end where they, they break in and they're confronting him. She's like, hey, here's all these tasers. Use these because that's the only thing that's going to stop the robots. And then she pulls a gun on her dad and shoots him and it doesn't do anything. It's like you already knew that it doesn't do anything. Why the fuck are you shooting at him? Yeah, um, and the tears only have to get only get used once and then dropped. Yeah, that's... they don't come with batteries. I thought those things came with batteries. Well, so like the the, the pistol the one, yeah, like that literally, like it's just a thing you pull off and you and put yeah. another charge on it. Yeah, and the the what like whatever I understood. He he used that twice. Whatever, maybe that's all the charges he had for it. But the fucking cattle prod, like, why would you use it once and then drop it? <laughs> That you could keep reusing the fucking thing. It's like the person that hits the killer once and then drops the baseball bat. Yeah. And then starts doing the patent thing. It's like who directed this? At least when it doesn't understand horror movies. <laughs> well, I feel like it was probably or the, a lot they've of watched the, all the tropes about horror movies. Shenanigans, like studio shenanigans. So it's like we need to check these boxes. Oh fuck! Talking about checking boxes, that random taxi driver. What the hell? Yeah, I'm sorry, but if I had like some giant, fucking scary looking robot go in my car, I would be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, get the fuck out! What the hell? Plus, picking up a little girl like that's fucking weird. Yeah, I feel like that that probably can't be legal. No, and even like uh, an Uber driver or something wouldn't do that. They'd be like, yeah. "No." Yeah. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, that's the whole premise. That's that's where I get lost with this because it's bumping into each other plot wise, and nothing makes sense from scene to scene. It's like there's no coherent storyline. There's no reason for these ghosts. Like they're they want the wee girl, but then it doesn't make you know. Well, it's like I kind of understood where they're coming from because they're like, oh, she's fun. We should make her one of us. But that's... Then what was the point of my, uh, Lillard's character then, Steve? That should have been enough for the movie, but then they throw him in as a an thing, which makes no sense then. That's what I mean. Everything bumps against each other. Mm-hmm. So if that was just it, they're trying to take her over. And then, like I said, the whole premise was them starting off friendly and then things happened like that could have been the entire movie mm-hmm. without all the rest of the shit at the beginning well and the, the 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 biggest thing that i didn't understand was the whole like picture wall at uh freddie fazbear or whatever the fuck it, the place is oh called. yeah that's right and like the kids don't turn on him until she draws a picture of him being evil when she like... talks to them and he talks to them yeah so that that was that was an interesting choice <laughs> Yeah, this movie really shot itself in the foot. And it's nothing to do with the budget or effects to the cast. It was purely down to the, the story. Yeah, the story was a little wonky. I still uh, I won't say it was the worst movie I've watched in a while. I wouldn't even put this No, because you made me watch Underwater, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Motherfucker, the shit you've made Fuck me you. watch over the years, I think we're, <laughs> we're fucking even. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it was. Everything was there for. Into darkness today. Got it here. <laughs> that's that's all you. That's all you, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like all the idea was there. The the visuals were there. It's just something didn't quite click with the story to make it as good as it was. And then, of course, uh, you know the the the, the fight scenes are great because I mean you get. Giant possessed robots fighting motherfuckers and killing them. Eh, whatever. It's you can't go wrong there. The but I really wonder. I love that one. That was brilliant. What's that? The cupcake. Oh yeah, that was the best robot. That was. I don't know yeah, which kid operated that, but fucking. Yeah, I didn't understand um, homeboy getting drug by the cupcake, but yeah, whatever. It's it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see if they're gonna be you know, going to make a sequel oh, because that's how it ends is her being like, can I go visit my friends? Yeah. It's like, it's sequel, like, well, say you just, you just hear, uh, you just need a credit. It's like going, say, well, say, well, say, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there more than one after credit scene? Cause I, I, I no. left after the first one. No, there was, there was just the one. All right. Okay. Cause I, I went, oh, fuck. Oh, and I walked out. I'm like, I can't see any more of this. Yeah. yeah so no, go back they're, to the taxi driver. And it's a stupid wee monkey puppet thing. And you're like, mm-hmm. what a go away. I, I just got up and I walked out in disgust. Yeah, so that's that's the second part of being like, ooh, maybe we're gonna do a sequel. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. <sighs> Such a shame because this um they spent all this money on the setup. Why why didn't you just make a stick to one plot point mm-hmm. instead of trying to throw six in? Right. Yeah, that was me after walking in the cinema. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, didn't hear it. I was disappointed. I think I was more frustrated watching this than hearing it. See, I, I didn't... Uh, I went into it because, you know, seeing, like, just everybody shitting on this movie. So I went into it with very low expectations, and I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I, I didn't hate it. Uh, you know, it's it my deserve, wife... It doesn't it. deserve the... The lashing out that it's getting. No, no, absolutely not. And like I was telling my wife last night after we finished, it's like, yeah, it wasn't great, but I mean, fuck, if they do a fancy collector's edition, I'll probably buy it just because I, I enjoyed it that much. Mm-hmm. They'd make nice toys, models, NECA toys or something. What's that? They'd make nice NECA toys. Well, they've already had uh, toys made of them because uh, the video game itself has been around for a very long time. Yeah, I just quite a few years, and it's pretty big with the children's, I guess, or something. I don't know. Right, but that's a new one to me. Maybe it's just not big over a settle upon. And I just haven't plugged in the Zeitgeist 
No, I mean it's a children's game, so it's right, the, well, the fact that a bunch of grumpy ass old men aren't huge super fans of it, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> but they could have made it I think that's do you think that maybe is the problem? That it's made for children? Probably. And they're you know, but they're framing it as a horror. But if um wasn't it? It's the same people that made Megan's. Um, but I only saw Blumhouse. I didn't see Atomic Monsters um, logo appear. Yeah, no, this wasn't because Megan was a joint effort between Blumhouse mm -hmm. and Atomic Monster. Yeah, and I appreciate what they're doing. They're trying to make a, a new set of horror to bring you know because you need new fans. You need to start from somewhere, so that's makes sense. But do you think that's where the disconnect? Because they're effectively making a children's movie, but they're trying to sprinkle up the horror, but the they can't get they don't know how to they don't do know how to do like goosebumps and stuff anymore because they're morons i guess <laughs> ah hollywood you know i don't know, use a figure like one day <laughs> after we have all moved on yes. right put a put an exclusion wall around hollywood so none of them can escape <laughs> big fucking letter on it dunk right let this be a reminder, folks. Never let this happen again. Oh, there you go. That was that. That was fun. Yeah, yeah not a terrible movie. It's worth watching, especially if you got Peacock because you can just stream it for free. Yeah. Problem. All right. There you go, folks. There's that. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Hell yeah. Fucking excited. Be fun, not that shitty fucking whatever it was. Oh man, I liked the. I know you did, but your opinion doesn't count. You fucking that sequel you. was better than the other sequels. That's a fair point. <laughs> it was like, try to tell me, Farewell to Flesh was better. Okay, you win. <laughs> Sorry, I retract my statement. <laughs> it, it just if nothing else, for the fucking shadow puppet stuff, like that was amazing. But we're going to get watch the original, which is Yeah, fun. hell yeah. We're going to watch yep. the Bernard Rose one, the 1991, I believe. Yeah, no, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yep. So we'll be covering that. So if you want to be in there in the chat, make sure you keep up the date with the channel. Do the typey clicky things. And until next time, keep it creepy. Keep, keep it horrific. <laughs>